All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Let's start with the good news. The number of fresh COVID-19 cases in India seems to have peaked and is now on the wane, if the numbers from the past few days are any indication. In fact, in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, 55,000 cases were reported, which is the lowest daily addition in as many as 56 days. That takes the total to over 71.7 lakh. India's pace of addition, though, continues to be higher than the U.S., and we could soon overtake the U.S. as the country with the highest number of cases. Now, it's clear that the Indian economy is facing a major downturn, but the bad news is that the forecasts are actually getting worse. The International Monetary Fund, for one, has cut its projection of India's economic growth further yesterday, with the country now facing the biggest contraction among major emerging markets. The IMF predicts that the Indian GDP will shrink 10.3% in the current financial year, far worse than the 4.5% decline that was predicted in June. The 5.8 percentage point downgrade was the biggest of the world's main economies. In China, meanwhile, where the virus outbreak originated but is now under control, the recovery is strengthening, with the IMF predicting 1.9% growth this year, up from 1% in June. In the other top news, the central government said it will facilitate market borrowing for 20 states to meet the GST compensation shortfall a day after the GST Council failed to reach a consensus on the way to compensate states. According to a statement from the Ministry of Finance, the Department of Expenditure has granted permission to the 20 states to raise an additional amount of 68,825 crore rupees through open market borrowings. Meanwhile, T.S. Singh Deo, who is Minister for Commercial Tax of Chhattisgarh, has said that the central government's decision was most unfortunate and that it bypassed the authority of the GST Council. Chhattisgarh, by the way, is one of the states that has not agreed to either option provided by the central government to bridge the gap in compensation says. These states will ask the centre again to take a loan and compensate states, according to Deo. He also said that the states that remained would collectively consider all legal options. But speaking of states borrowing, Costs for Indian states in the bond market fell sharply after the central bank said last week at the Monetary Policy Committee's review that it will buy their debt via open market operations to help facilitate increased borrowing requirements. The 10-year yield for state debt eased to 6.6 to 6.69% in yesterday's sale from a range of 6.84 to 6.93% in last week's auction. States sold 19,250 crore rupees worth of bonds, exceeding a target of 17,750 crore. In international news, Apple fans had a lot to look at last night. At a virtual event, Apple showed off the iPhone 12 in various colors with a 6.1-inch screen and aluminium sides. It started at $799, while a smaller version, the iPhone 12 mini, costs $699. 
There's also an iPhone 12 Pro and an iPhone 12 Pro Max. Finally, in international markets, US stocks ended lower, but not by much. The Dow and the S&P 500 lost a little more than half a percent each, while the Nasdaq declined about a tenth of a percent. And all three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started off in the red. With that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to our listeners as well. Am I overweight on IT? Well, I don't have an answer to that question, but my piece today is definitely overweight with IT. And I'd start with some nuggets. First, on the IT index itself, which ended higher for the 12th straight day on Tuesday, which is the longest winning streak for the index in 22 years, stretching all the way back to 1998. And it was the surge in IT stocks that kept the benchmark indices in the green on Tuesday. Five out of the ten nifty IT constituents, CoForge, HCL Tech, Infosys, Mindtree and Tech Mahindra ended at a record high. InfoEdge and Emphasis hit a record intraday high, while LNT Technology Services, which is not a part of the index, also ended at a record high on Tuesday. Speaking of emphasis, the stock has been on an 8-day gaining spree which is the most in nearly 3 years. It will be reporting its results today, most likely after the close of trade. And speaking of results, Wipro delivered results that were largely in line with estimates. Here are 5 key takeaways from that. The company has pegged dollar revenue growth guidance for the third quarter between 1.5% to 3.5%, which is higher than the estimates of 0-3%. to the constant currency growth of 2% was at the higher range of the estimates of 0-2%. Three, the board has announced a share buyback worth 9,500 crore rupees. The promoters and promoter group has also expressed intentions to participate in the buyback exercise. Four, the buyback price of 400 rupees a share is a 6.5% premium to Tuesday's closing and it has also entered into an agreement to acquire Eximius Design and its Indian arm for $80 million. No, no, this isn't an IT setup for the day. I also have some other stocks that you have to keep an eye out for. Karnataka Bank saw double-digit year-on-year growth in both net interest income as well as net profit for the July to September period. Asset quality too improved on a sequential basis. Growth in advances and deposits, however, was muted at 1.2% and 4% respectively. Tata Steel Long Products reported a growth of over 50% in its revenue as compared to the previous year. It also returned to profitability from a net loss and also turned a bit positive due to lower raw material costs. Some approvals coming in from the Competition Commission of India. It has approved Tube Investments proposal to acquire shares of CG Power and it has also approved the acquisition of solar energy generation assets by a joint venture of Total Solar Singapore and Adani Green Energy. Aditya Birla Money, Den Networks, Goa Carbon, Tata Alexi are some of the other companies that will be declaring their quarterly results today. Some key brokerage updates, IDBI Capital has initiated coverage on IRCTC with a buy rating and a price target of 1800 rupees, terming the company as one of its kind, citing strong entry barriers and a strong balance sheet. Let me highlight some buzzing stocks from Tuesday's session. Z Entertainment ended another 4% lower on Tuesday, declining for the fifth straight day. The stock has declined over 15% during this period. Kotak Mahindra Bank turned out to be the only large-cap banking stock that bucked the trend on Tuesday. The stock has gained 2.5% and ended above its 50- and 100-day moving average as well. And Vinity Organics was back to winning ways, ending with gains of over 7.5% and snapping a 4-day losing streak. 
Early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicate that the index was trading 40 points lower at the mark of 11,900. Need to catch up on all the action ahead of the day's trade but running short of time? Bloomberg Quinn's All You Need to Know Copy is your one-stop shop for the same. So do log in and read up. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you Alex. Thanks Hormuz and as always, thank you all for listening in. That's all we have for you on this podcast but as always, there's a lot more on the website BloombergQuinn.com so don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.